Two days ago, two days ago you went to the theater. You always go to the theater about this time of year, so you decided you would go again. So you went and you bought your ticket, you made your plans and all of your arrangements, and then the day came and you got in your car and you drove to the theater, you found a spot in the parking lot, and then you made your way into the lobby. As you went through the lobby, you passed by an usher. The usher handed you your program. And with your program in hand, you made your way into the theater and you found your seat. Luckily, you got there a few minutes early, so you had some time to look through your program. And as you sat there and you looked through the program, you familiarized yourself with what you would soon see, with the characters, with the story, with the actors. And you were even familiar with some of these characters and some of these actors and the story that you would soon be hearing and seeing. And as you were looking, the lights in the theater flickered. They were first on, and then they went off, and then they went back on and off and back on, and then finally they slowly dimmed down. And that was your way of knowing that the play was soon going to begin. The play began, it was good. It was good entertainment. The actors were well-seasoned. They knew what to say. They knew where to stand. They knew what they were doing. And even though you knew what they were going to say, even though you knew what was going to happen, you couldn't help but get pulled into the story, at least for that day. And after two hours or so, the play ended. And slowly, the actors made their way out to stage to take their bows. And you really liked this part, because this was really interesting. For the first time in two hours or so, you were beginning to see the personalities of the actors, not the characters that the actors were playing. You were interested because some came out and had long, drawn-out, dramatic bows, and some had very short and subtle bows. And after all of the bows were done individually, all of the actors made their way across the stage, taking up the length of it, they locked arms and took one final bow. And then the lights went back up, and the play was over. You grabbed all of your things from your seat, you made your way out of the theater, on your way going through the lobby, you discarded your program because you didn't need it anymore, an usher held the door open for you, you found your car, you went and drove home, you did all of your normal nighttime routines, and you went to bed. And that was two days ago. Yesterday, you woke up and you went through your regular morning routine. You woke up, you took a shower, you got dressed, you made yourself breakfast. It was your normal breakfast. It was eggs and toast, it was coffee with cream and a little bit of sugar, but not too much, and a small glass of orange juice on the side. And after you finished your breakfast, you did what you always do. You put your, your dishes in the sink, you did the sensible thing of going to the bathroom and brushing your teeth. You made sure that you were ready for your day. You grabbed your keys and you went out the door and off to your day. You didn't think about the theater one single time. And why should you? It was just a story. Today, today you went to the theater. You always go to the theater about this time of year, so you made all of the arrangements, you made all of the plans, the day came, and you got in your car, you drove across town, you went to the theater, you pulled into the parking lot, you found your spot, you made your way in through the lobby. As you came through the lobby, an usher greeted you and they handed you your program. With your program in hand, you then made your way to your seat in the theater. 
You knew that it was your seat because you always sit there in that seat. And you got there a little bit early, so you had time to look through the program and familiarize yourself with the characters and the story and what would be happening. When you sat down, there was music playing. At some point, that music stopped, and that was to indicate to you that the, the, the play was about to begin. And as the play began, the narrator came out and took center stage, and the play was underway. And it was good entertainment. It was sad, but it was good. The actors were seasoned. They knew what to say, and they knew what to do. They knew where to stand. They knew what they needed to do. Eventually, that play ended. The narrator, after about an hour, made his way out of the theater right down the center aisle. You waited in your seat for all the actors to come out and to take their bows because you're always interested in that part, but oddly enough, they never showed. So after a while, you collected all of your things and you made your way through the lobby. As you were leaving the lobby, you discarded your, your program because you didn't need it anymore. You made your way to the exit, and at the exit, an usher held the door open for you. And as you passed by, they spoke these words to you. Thank you for joining us for Good Friday worship. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, are you going to think about what happened today? Or is what's happening today just another story? Good Friday happens every year, and every year the story is the same. We hear the seven words from the cross, and every year we are reminded of the horrible events that Jesus endured. We're reminded that he was betrayed by a friend. We're reminded that he was arrested by the government. We're reminded that he was given a secret trial in the night that nobody could attend. We're reminded that he was beaten, and that he was whipped, and that he was mocked, and that he was spit at. We're reminded that he was ignored for the benefit of a known murderer. We're reminded that he was given a crown of thorns, which was pressed down into his head, both to harm him and to humiliate him. We're reminded that he was sentenced with a public and torturous punishment traditionally reserved only for the worst of the worst criminals. It's a story unlike any other. It's a story so tragic and a story so extreme that it almost doesn't feel real that all of these things could have happened. But make no mistake about it, the story that we hear today is real. And as we hear the story again, I encourage you to hear it through the lens of the of scripture, John 15, 13, which says, Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friend. If we can hear the story through this lens, the story takes on a new meaning. As Jesus a real person endures great pain and suffering, not just as part of another story, but so that our lives could be lived, both here on earth and in heaven. The story we hear today is not theater. The story of Jesus is real. It's the story of Jesus who showed his love for you by laying down his life for yours.